What is up and welcome to the Expert Storyteller Podcast. It is another late night. I am James Cooper and welcome to the podcast for experts, coaches, and consultants who want to grow their business and increase their impact through storytelling. And uh, yeah, it is another late one. It is 1130 in the evening. Kids have been asleep for a long time. I don't know about you. I don't know if you have kids, but um, it's been it's been really interesting doing these blog writing uh, challenges and, and the recording the podcast because all day long I was like thinking, what am I going to talk about today? And I can't think of anything because I'm with the kids. <clears throat> and then something happens like around nine o'clock at night after they're asleep or 10 o'clock at night where all of a sudden I just go on this writing storm. And so I seem to be finding my groove late at night, which is kind of funny. Uh, but of course the kids then wake me up at 5.30 in the morning. So uh, I don't know how long that'll last, <laughs> but we're trying, we're keeping going. Uh, so yes, this is episode number four. I'm still going through it. I haven't reached any kind of, it's only day four, so there's no panic setting in about what I'm going to talk about the next day or the next day after that or how I'm supposed to do 365 days of this when I'm only on day four, but we're going through. And um, today I wanted to talk about uh, dropping the mask. And I'm thinking about in in the expert space, people who are business coaches who are consultants, speakers, people who have courses, course creators, if you, any type of information that you sell or exchange for profit, there's this feeling that you have to know everything, or at least that's my perception is this feeling that if you're going to call yourself an expert, then you need to have all your stuff together everything has to be aligned. Um, you know, you got it made, you're exactly where you want to be. Um, or at least that's a perception that a lot of people feel that they have to uh, put out there. And, you know, that's, you know, being real, it's not the way life is, you know, it's very, very, uh, difficult in life because life gives us curveballs all the time to have all the areas of our life our health, our relationship, our finances, our career, everything going along swimmingly. And I know some of that is perspective. I know that some of that is, you know, there are times when things just move along really easily and everything seems to be going well. And then, you know, the stuff hits the fan and uh, we find our, sometimes we find our world collapsing. Uh, but we move forward and there's a tendency being the authority, being the expert to kind of graze over those pieces of our story instead of just being honest and open and putting everything on the table and just being real with where you're at. And it's trending, it's changing. I've noticed, you know, over the several years, I've noticed that trend changing where people You know, they do stories every day, Instagram stories, and they do blogs and they do things where they kind of open themselves up to their audience and allow people in and sharing who they really are. But if you heard that car zoom past, my goodness, Um, that's not always the case. It's just, I mean, that, that wasn't always the way it was. 
um, you know, I don't know if you remember when I was a kid, there was uh, these infomercials. I think in the last one I talked about Tony Robbins infomercials. Apparently, I watch a lot of infomercials. I, I never realized about my knew this about myself, but I seem to be exposing myself that I seem to watch a lot of infomercials. Well, anyway, in the '80s, there was an infomercial of this guy. His name was Tom Vu, and he was this like cartoonish looking sounding Asian man who would talk about his real estate courses or you know I I think it was real estate that he was selling and he would just you know he would be standing on this yacht with all these women around him these gorgeous model playboy type women around him in bikinis and he'd be in this full white suit and he would be like, you want to have big yacht? You want to have girls like this? You want to have house with lots of money? You need to come to my seminar. And he would do these infomercials. And the whole infomercial was to get people to come to a free seminar where then at the free seminar, he would then, you know, sell his course. And uh, it's so funny. I did some research on him. Eventually, uh, he did become a millionaire. I don't know if he became a millionaire from selling his courses, Um, But he became a millionaire. He did become a millionaire as a poker player. It's kind of funny in itself. So he really did become a millionaire. But in the 80s, there were so many guys like him, so many copycat people like him who were selling these get rich quick in real estate and then the internet boom and getting rich in the internet and selling ads and all these different things. And for everyone that was really, truly successful, there were probably 10, 15, 20 people that sold a similar course and they were broke. You know, they were living in an apartment, barely able to pay the bills, but they were posing and propping themselves up as these millionaire uh, people when it was all BS. And so, thank goodness we've completely gone to the opposite scale. And now, you know, in our marketing and in commercials and media, you know, our BS detectors are on full blast now. We've become accustomed to, uh, we can sense that right away when something just doesn't feel right and when someone is being honest and genuine and authentic with us. We've become much more sensitized to it and we've become much more able to tell what's really genuine and honest rather than somebody who is either rehashing the same story again and again, forcing the tears versus somebody who's just honestly telling the story and it comes across just as real as it was the first time they told it. So we've adopted that new model and the people who are totally real, who are honest, who recant stories of them when they were, when they were broke, when times were tough, when they didn't know what to do, when they tried to figure it out and it didn't work where they had some success and then it all fell apart again. And those are the people that seem to have an easier, smoother path to success. And the reason is because their audience rewards that honesty and genuine and genuineness about them. It completely builds that no like and trust factor where people like they sense it and they go, I like this person. I have, you know, they have rapport with them and can they connect with them? And they're like, I want this person teaching me what they have to offer. Or at least I'm going to listen to what they have to offer. Now, I don't know what your journey is, but, you know, what mask did you put on? Um, My mask was 
lack of self-esteem. That was my mask. And I would put on this mask of a cheery disposition. And I was always smiling, always constantly helping people, anything I could do to help people, to become helpful. What can I do for you? What can I help, you know, what can I help you with? Because that was my way. Being a pleaser was the way that I got my love and affection. And I learned that at an early age. If you help people, they'll give you love. And later on, I didn't realize that I was just running this trap of not feeling worthy of that love because inside I felt worthless. But if I would help somebody, they would say, thank you, or you're so nice, or you're so sweet. And I would get that temporary fix. I would get that little drug of, of affection and like praise. But inside, I just didn't feel, I felt like I had no value. I felt my story didn't matter. And... And I thought about this until I wrote it today. Is like I I wrote a screenplay when I was a kid. I wrote when I was about it was either twelve or thirteen years old. Uh, I wrote a screenplay where a kid goes back in time to interrupt the first meeting of their of his parents. He goes back in time to interrupt her parents from ever meeting, knowing that they that he won't be born if they if they don't meet they don't fall in love they don't. Uh, uh, have a kid which is him and he doesn't he gets born so he just kind of disappears it's kind of like back to the future it was like, it was like that that when when he's standing there with a the photo and the, the the image of him disappears it was kind of like that <laughs> and I laugh about it now but it's like oh my god it's the most depressing thing I've ever heard but it's like that's what I felt I felt like I just wanted to disappear and then I was like wondered if I disappear will anybody miss me and it's just this you know constant violin playing in the background and I look back at now, it's like, oh my God, what the heck? <laughs> it's like, you know, I put on this, this mask, this disposition that I was Winnie the Pooh and I was Eeyore. I was living, I was the embodiment and, and Eeyore incarnate. And inside all I really wanted to be was Tigger. I wanted to be Tigger so bad, but I was, I was Eeyore <laughs> and I was stuck with it. Nothing I could do. It's just who I was. And it's funny, you know, life is funny. We, we go on this journey and you never know where it's going to lead you. And I truly in my core believe that you don't need fixing because you're not broken. Nobody needs to be fixed because nobody's broken. It's all a journey. Everyone evolves differently. It happens in the course of time that it's supposed to happen for you. And that's why everybody is unique and different. And so the time of, of, of propping yourself up, of putting up this facade, of putting up this mask, when it comes to your marketing, those days are dead. They're just dead in business. People will respect you a lot more and appreciate you a lot more if you're vulnerable and you share something that may have happened last week or six months ago or a year ago that was painful or that was difficult, especially when it comes to the results that your audience wants. If you share that you had difficulty where they want to go, not only just shows them the road ahead and the road ahead is in a straight line that there are bumps in the way, but if, if you can get through it, then they can get through it. And it's vulnerability and being genuine and honest, honest with your audience 
that are worth their weight in gold when it comes to your story. It makes you more attractive. And when you mine the lessons out of your story, not just what happened, but what you learned from it, that's what makes you a powerful protagonist. That's what makes you the hero that we want to root for. Because a hero with no flaws is not a hero, first of all. But a hero with no flaws is very hard to root for. And I've said this before. I've talked about this, not on this podcast, but I've said it when I've, I've spoken in front of audiences. I talk about Superman. And the thing that makes Superman compelling is the fact that we know as an audience that somewhere out there, there is kryptonite. And we don't know when it's going to show up. It could show up at any moment, and all of a sudden, all of Superman's power is gone. And he could die at any moment if that kryptonite shows up. That's what makes him a compelling hero. Because if he was absolutely invulnerable, if he was absolutely invincible, and yeah, he gets knocked down, but he comes right back up and then defeats the villain every single time, which in most of his comic books that happened. But every once in a while, the kryptonite would show up and then, you know, or some supervillain that found the kryptonite or there was a robot that was made of kryptonite or whatever it was. And he was on the brink of not making it. And that's what made it compelling. That's what made a compelling hero. So what's your kryptonite? What is it that you're afraid of? What frustrates you? What painful experiences have you gone through that have actually shaped and sculpted the person that you are today? Because that's what your viewers and your audience needs. They need to know that story. Because that painful experience is probably something similar to they're at right now. And that's why your story is so important. That's why I talk about story as something that is not only important, but almost like a responsibility. You have a responsibility to share your story. And no one can make you share your story. But I'm just, I'm saying that I believe that we have a responsibility to share our story. At the very least, to the people we care about most. At the very least. But there is somebody out there sitting at their computer or lying in bed right now that that story could possibly save their life or that story could give them a new outlook where things are now possible when when a moment ago before hearing that story they thought it was impossible you have no idea what the, a powerful story can do to move people to take action to change their life to make a new decision to, to change their destiny I mean, not to go full Tony Robbins, but he says, you know, it's in the moments of our decision that our destiny is shaped, quoting Tony Robbins. And, you know, I don't know if you listen to other podcasts, you listen to NPR or whatever it is you listen to, but when you hear those powerful stories, they move you. They change your perspective on life if the story is, is written well and is told well. So I strongly believe that I think that it's important for us to share our flaws and share our story and show ourselves warts and all. And, and when I work with clients, when I film their story, I ask them these questions. You know, what, what are you terrified of? What frustrates you the most? You know, what is something that has shaped who you are? But at the time, it was, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. And some of, some of those experiences are funny. It's like, oh my God, you know, I laugh about it now. But at the time, it's like, here's where I was. So 
I think what being vulnerable does, at least when I interview people, and I don't, not everything makes the cut, not everything gets into the actual final movie that I make or the final video that they use for their marketing, but when you get somebody to be that raw and real, it enables them to then flip the switch and they tap into their superpower and they share what their strengths are. Because when you share what's most painful and most vulnerable, then it's easy for them to go 180 the other direction and share what they're great at, what they're good at, what makes them happy, what makes them proud. And they flip that switch and they step into their superpower and the mask is gone. Because once they've kind of revealed and exposed themselves, then they're able to stand there in, in their power. And it's, it's even more powerful because they're just sharing their truth. They're just sharing who they are at their core. So something to think about is like when you look at where you are in your life and you, whether this is for your marketing, whether this is just to just be a better communicator, when you look at your own story, don't feel that you have to be more than you really are. When you step in front of that audience, whether it's on stage, whether it's in front of the camera, whether it's writing your you know, blog or your podcast, don't feel you ever have to prop yourself up to be more than you really are. Because you are, first of all, you're enough wherever you are, you're enough. And when you share your past, drop the mask and also be willing to share the vision of your future. Because I think a lot of times people, they're, then the other side, there are people who are willing to share their past, but they won't share what they really want to go for because they think that it's like either too self-indulgent or, you know, if somebody says, if it's, you know, especially when it comes in terms of money, like, you know, I want, I want to take my company, I'm at, I'm at 1 million and I want to go to 5 million. And, you know, they believe that people are going to be like, ugh, you know, but it's not, you know, when, when you have a goal, no matter what that goal is, if you have rapport with your tribe, they want it for you. The fact that you're not there yet and they like you and trust you, they want it for you. And then, you know, when you actually make it, it becomes even more rewarding, not just for you, but for your audience. Because then they can go, oh my God, I remember that. I remember that five years ago or three years ago or last year. I remember when they said that this was what they're going to do and they did it. And it becomes doubly, it becomes more exciting for them. And, and, and that you get a double win from that because you get the success and your tribe cheers you for that same success. So, so drop the mask, be willing to drop the mask, or at least be open to dropping the mask. And wherever you are is exactly where you're supposed to be on your journey. And if you don't like where you are, then it's up to you to start making choices to change your trajectory. And never feel like you have to do it by yourself. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I'm, uh, I have, um, I've started a blog. Those of you who like to read stories rather than just listen to them, I started a uh, blog. Uh, you can go to facebook.com forward slash James Cooper films and, uh, share this. Uh, if this is valuable, if you think that somebody else needs to drop their mask, and you think this uh, story would help them, uh, please share it. I want to get it to as many people as possible. So have a great day, and uh, we will start episode 
five tomorrow. Have a good night. Talk to you later.